to three NPs in the pod. I'm Tom. I'm Kylie. And I'm Sarah. We're here to bring you tips and tricks of the trade to keep you up to date and entertained. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Even after all this time, it still just brings all tears time, to my eyes. All this, all time. this time. It gets you every That's time. Right. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of time, this is episode number 10. We have passed Woo-hoo. a milestone. <laughs> And so, we are live recording on Tom's birthday. In yes. Hindsight. So it's a great day for Tom today. Yes, and it is. Thank like you. I'd like to bring you some tips on that of three things you can get on your birthday that may oh. not actually be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds very appetizing or sounds very amusing. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll give you free think, tips that you, you know. <laughs> I think we've all agreed it's worth getting your Starbucks. Right, your free Starbucks yes. on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Free mm-hmm. Starbucks. Uh, was there a free Firehouse sub? Yes, I did. Firehouse sub gets you a free sub. Those things I don't think require coupons. I think you stuff like the app. Or at Firehouse. Oh, I think at Firehouse huh. you just show up with your ID. I think. Oh, there you go. I haven't been to Firehouse subs ages. Jersey Mike sends you an email, and I Thank think you. Jersey Mike's is good, good for, for a, I don't year, know, a handful right? of days. I think it's good for a whole that's... year. Is it really? Which is amazing because I love Jersey Mike's. Oh, I mm. love Jersey Mike's. Mm. Mm. And I think if you still go to Denny's on your birthday, you get a free Grand Slam. <laughs> I don't even know where there's a Denny's around here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember Waffle like House a dozen years ago, you could get it to go, and now you have to dine in, so it's less, dine in. less exciting to make your free birthday rounds when you know you can't just grab them and go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check and see if there's a Waffle House bias. I wonder if Waffle House is anything. You know so. what I found out the other day is once you reach a certain age, <laughs> you start getting discounts. Like my mom gets coffee for free or something like that at McDonald's. Oh, oh my gosh, I might be there. <laughs> you know, honestly, as I think about this, I mean, because I'm 56 today. Sweet. I was going to say, some of them actually start at sub 50, like some of the random ones, but usually they're yeah. 55. Oh, and I know, gosh. like, I think my dad said if you go to Albertsons on a Tuesday and you're over 65, <sighs> you get 10% off. Well, I got a while oh. for that, but I got, I got to write that one down. Yes. And it may change by the time you get there. Yeah, Kylie, set a, <laughs> set a reminder in 20 years or 30 years or whatever. Yeah, right. Oh, no, that discount will be gone by the time I could use it. Just like Social Security. That's another yep. story. Yeah. That's like someone was talking the other day about, you know, taking Social Security early. I was like, oh, I'm not going to worry about that. Then I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, I think you could. Was it like 67? 60, 67. Mm-hmm. That's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Because my mom is already 65 and she cannot take it um, because she has to wait. Oh, you can take it, of course, if you get the reduced rate or whatever. Yeah. And so if yeah. you wait, I think that there's a there's a number of years from like 50 to 70 or whatever the numbers are. I don't actually know this. Please don't quote me on it. But it's, it's stepped down. So it went from like 65 to 65 in six months. And then it's like to 66 in three months. And yeah. then eventually at a certain age, it's just, you have to be 67 to get full benefits. Mm. 
you know, our audience is not, because they're so far away. Most of our audience is so far away. You guys can bookmark, um, you can bookmark our podcast and be like, remember when Sarah and Tom and Kylie told us when we got to 67? Uh, Maybe podcasts will no longer exist, who knows? Yeah, I know. I know, who knows? This will be part of the Smithsonian or something. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's so funny because there's a, there's a couple of them that just had their first child and they're asking, you know, questions like primary care questions or things like that. Or, and I'm just like, I'll say, well, Tom, how old's yours? And I'm like, uh, 21 and 23. And they just look at me like, you are ancient. They just, I can see it in their <laughs> eyes. Like, oh my God. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I had a parent come in the other day and I was trying to connect them Anyway, I had to confirm the parent's birthday, and I was like, confirm your birthday for me, and I looked at the answer to hear the person say it, and I was like, oh my god, this person was born in 2000, like, what is happening? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you a parent or the kid? And like, now I'm confused. I mean, yeah. it was clearly the parent, but it was just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. having kids that were born in 2000, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know or like I was listening to an oldie station the other day for some reason. And like, I was offended because I think it was songs <laughs> that were when I was in high school, like one, one of my dances, I remember dancing to one of these songs. I was like, uh, I'm going to turn this off now. Get my watch. <laughs> these aren't oldies. These, that's exactly right. These are <laughs> treasures. These are treasures. So how's everyone's summer been? Good. It has been good. It's been yeah. hot. Oh, gosh, yeah. Very so hot. hot. So hot. I went to the East Coast where it was not quite as hot, and it was a different change. Of course, we all, yes. all three of us live in Texas now, so the East Coast was much cooler than Texas weather. Uh-huh. Caught me a first sunrise up in Maine. Nice. Checking off bucket list items, you know? <laughs> That's nice. Uh-huh. That's nice. I miss, I miss the four seasons. I was growing up in Michigan. You know, summer in Michigan is amazing. It's, uh, every season's amazing in Michigan, but man, summer, Michigan summers, still gets cold at night. You can wear satchets and sit mm-hmm. around fires. Instead of- Well, I have a teenager being, who always wears a sweatshirt, so. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I had those too, but sitting here, sitting here thinking it's, you know, what is it outside? 92. It'll be 90 at night. Well, but we had a cold front come through yesterday. It was only 99 yesterday rather than yeah. typical 107. Yes. Speaking of and cold today, front. Yeah, today's a balmy 94 right now is what my yeah. app says. So I'll take it. Yeah. I was sitting out in my backyard in the swing, and I thought, are you kidding me? Like, it feels like summer, not torture. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's the same thing. I get up in the mornings, I go out and read while I let the knuckleheads run around. And uh, it was actually, I was like, oh, this is kind of nice out here. And it was, you know, like 90. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Yes. You're like, oh, it's a cold front. It's only 99 today. Great. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Skewed perception. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying something new. I'm doing a 
because um, I've been reading about dopamine addiction and uh, things like that. So when I when I get up in the morning, today was 30 minutes. I'm trying not to touch my phone for 30 minutes, not look at it, don't do anything. Uh, so I ask Alexa what time it is because I don't know what time it is. And then... <laughs> And then I, I don't touch my phone for 30 minutes. That's supposed to rewire your dopamine in your brain. Do you just organically wake up or do you have like a alarm clock of sorts? Oh, I don't have an, well, I have an alarm clock. It's the logical half because she has to get up early for work. And most times though, I'll, like I'll hear and then I go back to sleep, but I don't, I don't See, set that's my what alarm. I do at my house too. Yeah. Yeah. Now that school has started. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. She gets up early and gets ready and tries to be as quiet as possible. She's really great about that, but I still wake up sometimes, but then I go back to sleep. But of course, if I, you know, the closer I get to reading Jocko, I might start getting up at like 430 in the morning. (laughs) I start taking pictures of my watch and sending it to people. That's what he does. He put he posts his watch every morning. Of so. what time he got up? Yeah. Oh yeah. But like, what does that do? What does that do? He just shows the world what time it gets up. It does he like get up early or like late or does it not matter? Oh, he gets up. At, yeah, he gets up at like four thirty. Yeah, four fifteen, four thirty. He gets up. He does his workouts and stuff like that. I'm not getting up that early. Are you going to work out when you start getting up early? Baby steps, Kylie. There you go. (laughs) Baby steps. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to, I want to start walking. And, uh. Wait, aren't you running a 5K? (laughs) Thanks for busting me. Yes. I remember. I'm committed to running the, uh, turkey trot in in Frisco where I live so I've got to start I'm going to start walking and then start running and uh, so yeah I've got to start getting on that I got to get after it I was going to, so you guys can all hold me accountable now all, all 22 listeners when you see me ask me how my 5 day training is coming <laughs> there you go Kylie you're a runner aren't you I enjoy running I would not classify myself as a runner just because I don't do it um super scheduled but uh-huh. i enjoy running i really enjoy sprinting is what i like but sprinting i like sprinting i like going fast wow okay but i will i i like the competition too i'll do i like 5k's i've done a handful of half marathons i don't feel like i ever need to run that far again in my life if i could run two miles like a mile and a half or two miles a day and that would keep me in shape i would do it it just doesn't quite work that way <laughs> well you do a camp gladiator aren't you i do yeah yeah i like that i love it it's something different every day it gets you out and moves your body it's super inclusive so like the one that i go to has people that are 20 to people that are 80 and everybody has something to do and it's not super cheerleadery but also just like everybody is welcome oh that's good 
So, yeah, I love it. I can take my kids. They're really, I don't think you're really supposed to take your kids, but I do. And they're really tolerant of them. Wait, people don't take their kids places? <laughs> well, the ones at Pizza Park always have their kids. Yeah, like, if I was to do it without kids, I could go to the 531 in the morning, get up and go from 530 to 630, and then just, like, hustle home, because my husband leaves at about 645 to get to school. Um, but I just go at 830, and then that way the kids can get out. I think it's good outside time for them. I mm-hmm. like that they can, like, see us doing it and they participate as much as they want to or can. I'm hopeful it's a good example of, like, move your body, even if, like, you don't really know what you're doing. Just move your body. Right. So, um, we'll see. But I like it. They like it. Well, it's important. Mm-hmm. That's important. I mean, I can still, you know, my dad got up every morning and did his stretching routine and – you know, I didn't see him work out, but he was a coach. So he was always at the field, you know, mm-hmm. running with the guys. Or he was always in really good shape, you know. So yeah. that's, I think it, it imprinted it on me. I tried mm-hmm. to do that with the – try to do that with the boys. You know. But then, then summer comes and it's too hot to do anything. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's, you know. It's crazy. Like you go to you go to Colorado and you very rarely are, you know, Wyoming, these places you don't really see obese people because they can like go out and walk around and hike and do things. And down here it's just so freaking hot. Mm-hmm. Well. Let's see. What's new at work? Anything exciting? What's what's going on at work? I don't even enjoy swimming in the heat like that. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, don't, I just don't enjoy going out into the sun. It's just hot. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, even at night, like, you go outside at night, and it's still in the 90s. You know, the cement just yeah. traps mm-hmm. everything. Not exciting. Yeah. So, Oof. Kylie, did you get any bucket list things off your list this summer? Mm-hmm. Oh, did we lose her? Say that again, Sarah. Oh, I was I was asking if you got any bucket list items checked off of your list of life. Like, oh, I really want to get this done, and you can check it off. You're probably not at that um, stage of your life with young children because no. I don't remember being at that stage. But you know, yeah, no, we we're still in the two naps a day stage, so we don't get much done other than we play a lot, we pick up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we don't we we go on little adventures but like you got to be home for nap time so no not a ton but I mean it's been a good summer we've gone on lots of little adventures a couple of big adventures um but nothing like earth shattering which is kind of the way that I like it I, I like just the routine you haven't packed a bag and headed to the airport yet. I was just going to say that. I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, you didn't just like pick up and go somewhere that you didn't know where you were going. No, not yeah. yet. We even, even say we that went on makes three trips. Yes, it does. We had to go on three trips in the month of July, though. So it was a lot of like packing and unpacking and laundry and packing and unpacking. And, mm-hmm. But it was good. 
I don't know. We may just get you by the end of our podcast ship. <laughs> to just take your husband. You know, we might have to get your kids a little bit older so that it's, you know, appropriate for you to leave them with grandparents yes. without having to worry about the two naps a day and all that stuff. Yeah. But you might yeah. just yeah. grab yeah. a yeah. grab a bag and go to the airport one of these days. Oh, uh, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, oh. It's so funny because I'm like stuck in the middle of the two of you. Like Tom would probably pick up a bag and run to the airport and Kylie would maybe have a heart attack. And I'm like, yes. I like the idea of it. And so I fantasize about it and I plan it. And then at the last minute, I'm like, yeah, I didn't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like that time I almost went to Banff. Like what? Why didn't I just go? Oh gosh, I would have gone in a minute. I literally planned it on our Friday. Like, I spent the whole day Friday. I bailed on a friend. I was going to go with a friend to do something. And I said, oh, I'm almost there. I've got my ticket on hold. I'm just getting the hotels. I'm going to leave in the morning. And then, I don't know, sometime at night, I was like, you know what? I just don't know that I'm going to be able to make that pull of the chain on this trip. So, oh, I'm in the that middle. Great. That would have been great. Heck, I would rather, I mean, even just like, I'm not a good planner, so I never have, like, you guys always have time off because you plan your time off. And I'm always, like, <laughs> you know, I look at my schedule and I'm, it seems like I'm every other day or every two days or whatever. But the day before, just you're like, oh, I have four in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. yeah. 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 And, uh, but I'm like, I won't even go just up to the Ozarks. You know, that's only a couple hour drive. Like, drive up mm-hmm. and stay in the Ozarks for a day or two, maybe fish or just put up a tent. And sleep and just that yeah, I never do that. I don't have the time. You should try it. I should. I should maybe in October. Have we done there our October have, schedule yet? You have uh, four days. Yep. Okay. Actually all right. requests are due today. You would I was gonna say you would need to hang up right now and send the email to request <laughs> the time off. But you could just sort of schedule a four days off in a row with some X's right. and oh, head yeah. to it's, the Ozarks. It's yes. very manageable even without taking time off. Oh, yeah. You just got to use your X's. Yes, my X's. My X's are my, the bane of my existence. Oh, I've, gotten better. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Whoa! Look out. My birds are goodness. Late. The birds is not like X's either. <laughs> he says, Tom, use your X's. What's wrong with you? Yes. I use my X's better on football se- in football season. I, <laughs> I have the schedule in front of me and I know what games or where I'm going to be or whatever. Saying that, have y'all been watching the World Cup? No. Oh. Have you? Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? I... Uh, I watched. I watched little bits of it. I haven't watched the whole game. I've been so. reading the news stories that flash on my phone that update me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's half. Of it. There you go. There you go. I did. I did live through messy mania here in Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> so messy mania. Was, mess, yeah, messy came to Frisco because uh-huh. you know he. You know messy. Oh, oh, messy like the player. Okay, got it. Messy, the soccer player. Yeah, and he came. They. He plays for what Inter Miami now, and he came to uh, Frisco, and the world ended. It was it was amazing. The tickets sold out in like thirty seconds, and 
they were reselling for thou you know a thousand and but he put a show on so i mean you know but crazy Here oh. come the birds. The birds. <laughs> I love the baby birds. Oh, I know. You say it's so high. Hello, baby birds. Hello. So I'm such a nerd. You know, I can get into a room with a baby that, you know, especially the three and four month olds, and they start their cooing. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite thing ever to just like carry on this cooing conversation. And uh-huh. some parents, I don't know if they're like newer parents or they just haven't realized the advantage of that, but some of them look at me like I'm an alien. Yes. Oh, and I'm like, cracks me up. What, what, you guys don't do this with your own baby? Like, it's so much fun. You're just like, ooh, yeah. oh yeah, is that right? And they coo right back and it's the greatest, they have no idea what you're saying. You have no idea right. what they're saying. But it's yeah. the coolest thing ever. I don't, I don't yeah. know if people don't think that's the coolest thing ever. Hopefully, you mm-hmm. know, by being a dork, I'm teaching some younger parents that they can be silly with their babies. I actually, Tom, correct me here if I'm wrong on this one, but there was a time when the studies were leading towards actually promoting baby talk, that it developed language skills better. Cause I, know I think for, so. Some parents, they were like, oh, we're only going to speak exactly, correctly, oh. appropriate words. And we, you know, we don't yeah. want them to know baby talk. And then somebody okay. did some study and they said, no, baby talk is better. Is there, does anyone know the newest recommendation on that? I do not. I don't know. I just tell people to baby talk with their kids. And, you know, those people, those people want to speak correct language and everything, whatever. I just, I, so, okay, that's fine. But and I, I've I, always I, spoken correctly, like, and in the same <laughs> tone, too. I, that's just always how I've done it. In fact, I had a friend over, Brady was little, three or maybe four-ish months old. And I was talking to Brady and said, oh, would you like to get in your bouncer chair? And my friend, who was an adult, thought I was talking to her. And she said, well, you just talked to him in the same words and tone of voice that you would talk to me. I thought you were asking me if I wanted to go in a bouncer chair. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But you know what? After all this time, I'm sure last whatever works for them. If that works for you, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just right. don't, as long as you're interacting yeah. with your kid, I think that's the uh, important part. But don't come across all pious and tell me that you know we're co-parenting and we feel that this is the best way. Well, you don't have the you know raise a couple kids and then tell me. But <laughs> I don't say it to them, but I inside and my inside head does. But yeah, I mean, fine. As long as you're interacting. As long as you're interacting, that's, you know, you know, my generation, we grew up on Electric Company and uh, Sesame Street, and our parents had the TV on all the time, and I think that's how a lot of us probably learned how to talk. Well, I was the fourth, so everyone was talking around me, but, uh, <laughs> but I have I my love... adult birds that are trying to get in my background, and they want to give their talking stories, I guess. I give it. Oh, I love no, it. No, they're going. It. Hello, people of the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. They're like. Those are my big birds coming in. <laughs> Hello, See, people you, of the internet. You like <laughs> the four monthers. I love the newborns. I love like the. Me too. Oh, the little tiny. I love squishies. a newborn visit. Mm-hmm. They're either like going to die or it's really just an <laughs> education visit. 
I mean, seriously, think of any newborn visit you've had. It's either like, we got to get this kid moving now, or yeah. this mom just needs just... a pat on the back. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, exactly right. And I love those visits. They're my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's so funny is there, you know, in pediatrics, there's the primary care people and there's the not primary care people. Mm-hmm. And there's no in between in between mm-hmm. because like those of us who have done primary care and gone into acute care he talked to some of these acute care people they're just like oh my oh my god a well check oh and i'm like oh i will you know i mean i don't want to do 30 a day but i used to love the well checks uh the newborns they were just simple know. I do love sick kids, though, man. Give me a kid that can't breathe or a, a DKA or a – oh, God, I love sick kids. I love <laughs> sick kids. And I would do well checks all day long if I didn't have to see a sick kid again. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You say that, oh. but there's something different about each group. So when I started yes, out as an MP, of course – I was FNP and, and I went straight into pediatrics and what I was hired for, I didn't realize at the time I was just newly out of school was to do well checks and I thrived, right? That was something that was easy. I got to do the education and happy while the owner of the practice could just turn out all these sick visits like, like right. we can do now, right? After you've been doing it for a while, but I was new and I wanted to take my time. And this is when we did like Denver developmental kits, you know, where you go out <laughs> the and you yes. saw how many blocks they could stack and do they bang them together? And do they have a pincer graph? All things that I do now, like in the back of my mind. And I feel like the, the newer generations, even though we don't necessarily, necessarily need the Denver developmental test, I feel like we do need it because there's just things that are ingrained in my brain right. to watch for in that child. And I know immediately if a child walks in the room, if they're developmentally appropriate or not, mm-hmm. just, yep. just because I did those silly tests for so long, you know, and you would check off the boxes anyway. So when I came to the urgent care, I finally realized, I don't know if I've shared this before, but it was the instant gratification that I was missing having been a labor and delivery nurse. And one of the reasons I thrived so well in labor and delivery was because you went in, you had a baby, the baby came out, you know, usually at the end of your shift, by the shift, you had one, if not three or more babies, depending on, you know, are you doing C-sections? Are you doing deliveries vaginally? Like whatever your assignment was that day. And you may only get one, but you may get multiple. And it was Mm -hmm. for me, that trigger of you come in, you have an ear infection. I've given you an antibiotic. Right. I instantly am gratified that I found the problem and I got the solution. And what mm-hmm. I've had to teach myself as well as other patients in the urgent care is that in the urgent care, I think we talked about this before, you can do one of three things. I can either treat you, I'm either going to send you to the ER, or I'm going to have you fall up with your PCP. Right. You only got, you only got mm-hmm. three choices here. We either can help mm-hmm. you, you don't really need help right now, or you got to go to the ER. Like, there's, those are your options. Yep. And I love those ones where I can treat you, right? Like, I, you have a broken bone. I'm telling you it's broken. Well, what's the follow-up? Well, yeah, I don't know, because I'm not an orthopedic doctor. Maybe mm-hmm. it's for you, maybe it's six weeks for you, but you're broken, I've splinted you, and now I've gotten you to the right place. So I think each, whether it's primary care or urgent care, my point is that there's a different, I don't know, emotion that you're feeling, you know, a different level of satisfaction for each person, so. Mm-hmm. 
You might oh, like yeah. better just doing well visits over and over again. You should try it. Don't leave us, but you should try it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Don't leave us. Yeah, because well checks, well checks equal five days a week. Uh, yes, do they do. Again. Yes. Oh, not, that's, we're, we're so spoiled, too. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I've said this before, man. You go to, you go to Costco on a Saturday, and I'm like, I, I'm not mm-hmm. doing this ever again. Ever again. Well, my dad already thinks I don't work. He's like, you don't even work. Oh, <laughs> my boys, yeah. Thanks, my dad. boys say that to me. You know, like, I'll be off a couple days in a row when Brady was home for the summer. And uh, they'll be like, he's like, oh, you know, I need your job. Uh, what is it? You know, he didn't see the three in a row or four in a row or whatever before that. Mm-hmm. So. My favorite was when somebody asked my husband if he went to the library to like, I don't know, he needed something notarized or printed off or, you know, something. We live in a small town. So he goes to the library and the lady was chit-chatting with him. She's like, wait, does your wife work? And my husband came home and had a blast with that one. He's like, do you know what the librarian asked me? She wanted to know if you worked. <laughs> you know, because she sees me random times of the day, and I would bring the kids over, uh-huh. and we would do story times and whatever there was. But And I would show up. I actually, I wanted to learn how to um, crochet. And our library has like a morning monkeys or something. It's a little group where people bring snacks and crochet and knit together. I wanted to learn how to make a dish scrubby. So I showed up with my material and I said, hey, I can't figure this YouTube video out. And the lady showed me how to do it. So I guess wanting to learn how to crochet equates I don't have a job. I'm not really sure. <laughs> well. Did you make the dish scrubby? I yes. did. I made about six or seven of them. They're great. Nice. I'll have to make one for y'all one day. I, I did not know that you could crochet a dish scrubby. That's going to be a... You can. You can. Let's see. That's a bucket list I just figured I'm going to have to do. Crochet. There you go. See, and I've started hand embroidery, which also oh, nice. apparently equates to you probably don't have a job and or you're about 85 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I love it. That's, that's fun. Well, you just one day decided, hey, I'm going to pick this up or? Yeah, I wanted an embroidered shirt for our three-year-old's first day of preschool and I was looking on Etsy and I was like well I could buy this one for $30 but she just does it on a Gap t-shirt and I already have the Gap t-shirt that I would want like I wonder I bet I can probably just do it myself and so I tried and it was great well there you go so you literally hand embroidered it you didn't like use a sewing machine to embroider no yeah no I just hand embroidered it I put a dog on it and his name, and he's very happy with it, and I'm very happy with uh, it. So, so do you use a template? Uh, I did, like, look at the the one that I found at the, I essentially, like, did my own version of hers. Cool. Next, you'll be making your own clothes. <laughs> I won't go quite that far. <laughs> canning, canning your own fruits. That'll be awesome. <laughs> I will not make my own soap. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't knock it till you try it. (laughs) You made, yeah, you made your own soap, haven't you, Sarah? Maybe I've tried that before. (laughs) There's all these like groups that are like, oh, laundry soap is better if you make it with borax, and you know you can make hand soap and bath salts, and yeah, 
it's not something that ever stuck but I do still build with wood because of that because just like Kylie I was like oh well I could buy this for x amount of dollars but also I could build it and then I could have a custom bench where one side of my picnic table has a long bench and the other side has two shorter benches that I could also carry out to the fire pit if I needed extra seating see yep <clears throat> and like sewing and quilting is the same thinking as woodworking you're just using different materials but it's all angles and measurements and it's the exact same thinking oh my gosh y'all kylie just sent us the picture of her <laughs> and it's so great isn't it so oh, cute gosh darn <laughs> you guys always make me feel like so i don't know I, not I 85 years old not 85 years old yeah really <laughs> without a job <laughs> right gosh right. <laughs> That is that is really good. You can start doing that on the side. Thanks. Then Abby, you want a shirt like this? Somebody in our somebody in our group had a uh, a soap make their yeah. husband makes soaps. Oh. Did you know that? No, no. I'll tell, I'll tell you offline. I think they, they they were doing it for a while, and then it, it, I think it slowed down. But I think they're doing definitely on holiday stuff. Nice. That's what I love about Fort Worth. Oh, I said it, Fort Worth. But uh, <laughs> I love it down there because since we work with so many different people, I get to know so much about everybody, mm -hmm. which is fun. Which is fun. I love. Um, yes, I feel I, like if you pulled from oh. our group of coworkers, though, seriously, you could find somebody that could do anything. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yes. Some of the uh, some workers really... have like a Glowforge machine and like yes can burn things and I'm like wow this is crazy we have all these talents and cricket machining and cup making mm -hmm. and yeah it's great woodworking yes and then I can teach everybody all the kindergarten songs so there you go and how to fish and how to fit well <laughs> gosh. I don't even know about that anymore. It's been so hot. But uh, yeah, I love I love just learning and, and people from all over, you know, they're from all over the country. And everyone, tra you know, a lot of people travel. I live yeah. vicariously through some of them. Right. I, I also try to figure out how they work because they travel so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's We've amazing. we got to get you to figure it out, Tom, because if everyone's doing it, you're the only one that's not. Maybe I, you just need to figure out the right trick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they plan, they plan, they, you know, they, cause, you know, I'm very happy because we're going out to, we're going to go out to see the colors in Colorado at the end of September. And so I've got that, at least I had that blocked out. So now I just get my there tickets. And, what know, do they say? Wait. Recognizing there's a problem <laughs> is the first step to recovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when is your anniversary, uh, Tom? What month is your anniversary? June, June 29th. Okay. So you have time. So what you can do is start planning now and put in a priority request for June of next year. And now you've got your anniversary date lined up. Yeah. Then if you can't plan it, you can tell the wife, you know what? I'm not a good planner, but I blocked off this week. You plan what we're going to do and I'm going to be available. See, you yeah. can have busy do you know who I'm married to? You know what? <laughs> do you know what that planning will be? 
home, home. Uh, that's what, if I gave that to my spouse, that's what would happen. We would be sitting in the backyard playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone would be happy except for me, which is the ironic part about my family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And which is fine. I mean, you know, but I think that, uh, although we've had some discussions lately and, uh, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go some places. Of course, we, you know, it's kind of like when you go on a date when you're married and she just goes somewhere else and talk about your kids. And, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, and now with our kids living other places, we, you know, let's see, I can spend money and go somewhere else or I can spend money and go see my kids that I haven't seen. That's you know, true. Go, that is true. Go to mm-hmm. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Different stages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, you know. I'd be happy just to go, like, get a really nice suite at the Gaylord or something, yeah. sit outside on the balcony and consume vacation adult beverages. So we have some um, umbrellas. We have a couple friends, like a couple friends, you know, and the husband of that family is similar to the husband in, in my family, and you know, they went to Broken Bow. And so the wife and I were discussing it and she was showing me pictures of the Airbnb they stayed at. And I was like, oh, you got him to go, right? So I go back to my husband now that the boys are sitting over there talking. I was like, hey, listen, she got him to go on this trip. And my husband looks at him and he goes, and what'd you do there that was different than here? And they both start laughing together. He's like, listen, I just want to support my wife. <laughs> and I thought I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming because really, I mean, if you're just staying in a you know a cabin somewhere, I live on a couple of acres. It's not that much different. Yes, it's a different house. Yes, it's a different place. But you're right. Could we have taken it and done something else? So, anyways, it's just well. And there's a piece of it too that when you're somewhere else, there's not the mundane things of your house. There's not right. oh, you look at the baseboards yeah. and you should probably clean them. Or, yeah, you see yeah. that pile of laundry or, like, that piece of life goes away. Even if you're doing the same things, it's right. a little bit just, like, the, the, the mentality of it is a little bit different because the maintenance piece of being home is gone. It's a hustle True. before you get there and then a hustle afterwards. Right. But it just, it's different. But then if you're also distracted worrying about what you could be doing if you were at home, it's not that fun either. So you got to find yes. balance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. let, it, let it be said that if I do go somewhere uh, or, if I, or if I'm at home, I never look at the baseboards think they need to be cleaned. Okay? And <laughs> until you said that, then I looked at my baseboards. But I was like, so no. did I. I looked right over my baseboards and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah she's right, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Great. In that case, you can both come over to my house. And then, yeah. and then I would, I would, uh, what was it? What did you say, Sarah? I would go somewhere to leave all the money. I could, yeah. Out something. Yeah, no, I think. You won't be thinking that. Yeah. I will not be thinking that. <laughs> Even if I'm sitting on a, if I'm sitting on an Adirondack chair looking at a tree. I would be happy. So happy. Oh. Well, it's funny that one of our other coworkers got me into um, a show called Your Rich Life. There's a gentleman that wrote a book about, I haven't read the book, but he, he's sort of like a Dave Ramsey type guy. His name is, uh, what is his name? Ramit, I think is his name. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Um, so, anyways, apparently he has a, a Netflix show. And um, so I binge watched it. And it's 
it just talks about your rich life belongs to you, essentially. Like if I were to right. summarize right. his idea. So what I think is great isn't going to be what you think is great, right? And so one guy wants to go to brunch every day of the week. I don't really care for oh. that. That's not going to make me feel happy, right? But for that guy, it was. That was what made him happy. So how do you get yourself, how do you get yourself to a place financially where you can live your best and your rich mm-hmm. life? So I don't know. I thought it was really good just to think about that perspective of my rich life isn't going to be the same as Kylie's rich life. And so obviously it's not the same as my kids who just wants to stay at home. And I'm like, let's go to the Bahamas. Let's go to the snow. Let's go to Paris. Anyways, I have one child that has no desire to do that whatsoever. So we will have different rich lives. He and I, I, yeah, it's funny. Cause I've listened to that guy. He's, he, he's on uh, all the hacks. A couple oh, times. really? Yeah. And so I really, he's talking about the show and I really enjoy that. I believe we may have lost Kylie Cherry. I think we did lose Kylie Cherry. She might come back. Ramit Sethi. His name is Ramit Sethi. Yeah. 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 He's great. Now, I was listening to a podcast uh, about this guy that he was a Navy SEAL and then he got out and he did relief work around the, the globe. He works for, uh, Free, the Free Burma Rangers, they're helping displaced people in Burma. We talked, and, but he was creating his own company and he went through this massive, massive burnout. And uh, he flew back, back to, from like Burma to Minnesota. And then he couldn't figure out what was going on. He was depressed. And so he went and rented a hotel in Florida and sat there and looked at the beach for a month. And I thought, oh, that would just be, you know, heaven of course to have that money to do that or to not have the responsibility of anything else would be you know great yeah i read another book that kind of inspired me to start to look to do the same because that sounds enticing to me right take three weeks or take a month and go immerse yourself in another culture i wish i could remember the name of that book but i read it through like in a day you know in an afternoon and it was basically just saying you shouldn't live his theory was you shouldn't work to you shouldn't live to work you should work to live was that so, uh, is that die die with zero? No, it was some other kind of. It was something I can't remember the. I mean, I could probably look it up in my Libby app, you know, to see. I'm sure I must have just gotten it through the app at the library, but. Um, no, it was just he was just talking about how this one guy went to Argentina and took tango classes, you know, and this uh-huh. other guy decided he wanted to you know, work six months of the year and then live six months in Australia, you know, whatever they're basically like their own rich life, but a different version of it. Yes. His rich life is exciting right now. I would be, that would be cool. That would be, yeah. But I think that's, you know, it's really funny because I was talking with someone the other day and they're younger than me and they're at a different stage of life. And, and, you know, we have two different views on lots of different things. And, you know, my guy, I hate to say, but my generation is more just put your nose to the grindstone and work and, <laughs> and die, right? Right. And, mm-hmm. and I've come to realize that that's probably not as an, a healthy, effective style. Now, I don't think that I'm put to the point of the younger generation that's not about loyalty or job or anything like that but i am trying to figure out where i am it was really you know because like the thought of me taking a 
you know, taking three weeks off would just not have crossed my mind. And now I think about it, you know. Hang out with me and I'll convince you. Don't worry. I think it's great. It's called Vagabonding. <laughs> the Vagab- book called literally Vagabonding is the name of the yes. book that I was reading. Yes. Yeah. So the, it's Rolf Potts. And then I read that around the same time I read um, The 4-Hour Work Week. Oh, Tim Ferriss. Oh. Yes. Yes. And that was a great one. That was That's kind of when I started realizing that I want to enjoy. So this was April of 2022. So over a year ago, I read these things. And ever since then, I'm like, well, how can I, how can I work more to work less? So when I, when my husband met me, I had paid off my student loans and didn't really have any bills because I owned my car and didn't want to buy a house. So I worked one or two days a month. And my, I'm so serious. I wish I were kidding. And when my husband met me, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, why aren't you working? I don't understand this. Like, you're young and you should be working. Why aren't you working? Are you sure you're a nurse? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure I'm a nurse. <laughs> Anyways, in hindsight, he was right. Like, if I would have known then what I know now, we recently were talking to my newly formed teenager who's very excited about his debit card. That yes. If you can reach a million dollars, you can literally retire. Had somebody right. told me that and I had I realized that that was actually a real thing, my life would have been so different. I wouldn't have been working two days a month back in, mm-hmm. you know, 2005. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. now I'm trying to play catch up and I'm like, oh, I need to have retirement. Oh, I want to pay off my house. Yep. Wait, wait, what happened? Yeah. So. Well, that's that chart in the automatic millionaire. It's like when you're 19, if you put a thousand away for like five years and never put anything else. And then, yeah. And then if you wait till you're 30 and put a thousand every year till you're 60, the 19 year old is going to have more money. Yeah. You know, why did you not teach me that in school? Right. Right. You know, or, you know, my parents didn't, they didn't know that or they didn't understand that different, you know, great teacher stayed at home. And so I've tried to tell that to my kids, you know, I'm not, I mean, I want them to have a very strong work ethic and I want them to be good people, but I also want them to be smart and enjoy life. You know, I found this guy's blog where he is, I think he's in his thirties or something, maybe he's still in his twenties and he did just that. And they blog about how much money they have and how it goes up and how it goes down. And they've got this million dollar or $1.5 million stash that they just banked everything and lived frugally. And for them, their rich life, because this would drive some people crazy. Some people moving around month to month would be insane. But for them, they wanted to take their kids on this year-long trip across the country. And so that's what they did. And there's another couple who blogs about it now, and they took their kids for a year. When they were right in the age when you still can do it, like right about where my kids are aged, because they don't need the foundation of kindergarten, and they're not quite in high school yet. And they went across the world and Mm. lived for like a month in Fiji and a month in Indonesia and a month in, you know, Italy and a month in wherever and just kind of made these treks across areas that they wouldn't have the opportunity. But because somebody told them, hey, if you bank this money and you, you know, invest it correctly or make a blog and people support, I don't know, it's crazy. I didn't have any mindset like that when I was younger. No. Well, of course, also, yeah, who knows how old they are, but, you know, like, you know, talk about Mr. Old Generational, yeah. The, inter- the internet wasn't even, you know, computers weren't even a thing when I was in school till middle school. Or we didn't have middle school. We had, uh, we had 
what was that junior high so i mean that's when we got our first computers but yeah these these kids now this generation now is amazing you know they have access to all this they don't know what it's like to not have a cell phone i know mm-hmm. Crazy. which actually which actually was kind of liberating when i think about it although i think george takai said it best mr sulu from star trek he said uh we hold a device in the palm of our hands that has pretty much every bit of knowledge ever ever created and yet we spent you know we use it to watch cat videos so (laughs) (laughs) oh sadly sadly the truth is there so somebody's birds. all right tom what's on the birthday dinner delight for the evening are you doing a birthday bash or uh there's a new sushi place in town that i think we're gonna go try out um i think i think it might be that i don't know i gotta think maybe some steak i'm not sure you see that's know. so crazy speaking about how di- people are different i would never go to a new place on my birthday because i'd be afraid i'd be disappointed I want to like go someplace that I know is going to be good. If I'm going to go out. Oh no! I want to try. New, if I could eat at a new place every day, I would. I love new restaurants. Or new I like new restaurants, just not on my birthday. Not on your Isn't birthday. That you weird? want that? You want that? I want that stability. I want that Starbucks that's going to taste like Starbucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I think I think that'll be it. And uh, although I, I'm speaking of scheduling, I'm actually proud because I think the last two years I worked my birthday because I forgot to put an spot, X? you know <laughs> things on an X, an X. So I'm excited. We're gonna go, and of course we'll go out early. Oh, I'm gonna give you again going to give our listeners a, a tip. Your birthday is the same year every year. So if you want to celebrate it and be off, you can literally go in now and X out every day of your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I hear. Yes. Uh, That's what people tell me. You guys know me. I mean, you know, we laugh, but I look look at my calendar. I'm like, hey, I got four in a row. I don't think I'm supposed to have four in a row. Well, I've only had my (laughs) schedule up for like six weeks. You think I would have noticed that. And I probably noticed it when I was putting up. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a phone call. And then, you know, the Forgot. ADD brain, the ADD yeah. brain was like, oh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to put that up there and see. Uh, well, all right. I'll tell you what. Uh, speaking of birthday dinners, I'm going to go ahead and I think we're going to punch out because the logical half will be home shortly. There you go. We'll be ready for her. her uh her flash of her summer self i'll say it like that yes, yes. <laughs> well the funny thing is is she just started she used to do first grade and now we've moved to kindergarten and the fatigue level is a little <laughs> a little more for the kindergarten Higher. teachers i love that you just said we've moved to kindergarten <laughs> we have. it was a we collective have. Because we set up the bulletin boards and we set oh, I, up. I get it. But, yeah. But, Carly, how many bulletin and, boards have you set up? A bunch. 
<laughs> in fact, it's I'm fun. texting you this afternoon because the cricket's coming out this evening to make <laughs> name tags for the, or like stickers for the boards. Nice. Yes. Yes. Before I was even having a career, I visited my, my aunt, which is, she's no longer a teacher, but in New Mexico. And I helped decorate a board of hers one summer that I was visiting her. I still remember that. Oh, yeah. Border, we got to match the, you know, we got to make sure the border lines up, lines up. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. We can't have, we can't have scallops hitting in the wrong spot. All right. We don't want that. No. And, uh, so, yeah, but. Sticky tack is usually better than staples. Yes. Unless it's a cork board. <laughs> well, for the for the big outdoor boards, like in the hallway where you hang your artwork and everything, staples oh, yeah. are, we're all about the staples. And mm-hmm. let's see, we. Uh, but I love it. I love it. In fact, her I haven't seen her class because school just started, but they sent me a video singing uh, "Happy Birthday" to me today. Aww. Yeah, and you know they're all that little skinny, doughy face, five year old. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, hair everywhere. Well, even though mom properly placed it in a bow when they started the day and gelled it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and usually uh, a giant bow. That's the thing, man. I, <laughs> there's some there's some big bows out there. Mm-hmm. Well, Kylie, you went to Baylor. Did you wear a big bow when you went to when you went to Baylor? No, I was 18 by then, but I wore big bows when I was little. <laughs> oh, well, I thought, I, yeah, but I thought Baylor, the girls at Baylor wore big bows. Oh, no. Uh, were you there? Were you there when you couldn't dance? I'm not that old. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I was at a school where you couldn't dance when it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were trying to teach them that it was really okay to dance. Promise. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Haven't you seen Footloose? Come on. I mean. No, that's good. What are you guys up to tonight? Anything exciting? I think I'm going to make enchiladas. There you go. I'm making meatballs. Oh, oh, sound good. Yeah, but for Kylie, like, she usually makes dinner. Like, I don't always make dinner. So this happens, like, like four times a year for me that I make a good night. Normally <laughs> I'm like, pour some cereal in a bowl and there's milk in the fridge. <laughs> so enchiladas at my house are a huge deal. There you go. You don't cook a lot? No. No, huh. I'm really into like salads and, you know, steaks. I don't know. I'm not. I, well, that's you know. cooking. Yeah, that's I mean, cooking. I'll make like some jalapeno poppers and I don't know. You guys don't like eat out a ton. No, we do not eat out. I cannot stand eating out because I always get my food wrong and it doesn't taste good and I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Where are you and- going? Where do you go at these places to get your food wrong? Everywhere. Like, I can go to Taco Bell and it can be wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, are, do you change it up? I want yeah. the Taco Supreme without this and put this on and add no. that. No. No. Order like, from the literally, what, what's funny is my daughter is a Taco Supreme fan, speaking of Taco Supreme. And she got mm. she asked for a gift card from Taco Bell from my aunt, so her great aunt for, I don't know, her birthday or Christmas. So she's like, Mom, I want to use my gift card. I'm like, Okay. And so if I go to Taco Bell, the first time we t- went to Taco Bell to try to use this gift card, I swear to God, we got three different people's orders before they gave us ours. And each time I'm like, are you sure this is my order? So anyway, so we come home with like eight bags of Taco Bell because they can't take it back oh, once they pass it out to you. So it was really a great 
win for us that day. So anyways, the other day I was like, well, I'm going to go to Walmart and pick up some groceries. Go ahead and we can order your stuff in the app. So she gets, bless her heart, she's gotten my curse because I said, make sure you've got your Supremes because she's paid extra. She's little. She really wants her tomatoes and her sour cream. That's the only difference. So two of her tacos have tomatoes and sour cream, and one of them has, like, you know, three pieces of lettuce and some meat. <laughs> and I'm like, really? She's a kid. Like, it's not even me. I didn't even order. So Aww. I turned around, and I took the taco back in, and I said, hey, um, this is just lettuce and meat. And she ordered the three Taco Supreme. Her other two are perfect, but she's little. Can I please just get her the right taco? And so I just, I don't know. I feel like if my, you know, 10-year-old orders with her own gift card or her own money that I've got to go back in. And my husband's like, it's fine. Just eat it. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. No, you, you paid yeah, for I'm it. Like, no, she wanted that specific thing. Like, that's the whole reason yes. we came here. i got to go back. Anyway. But I'll get, like, wilted lettuce in my salad. Everyone else will have nice, juicy steak, and mine will be cold. It, it just always happens to me like that. You'll have to go out to eat with me one day, and you'll realize <laughs> did you ever see the movie Casino remember the movie Casino with Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro and they start oh no no that's not no Pesci was he was in Casino but I think the, the one I was thinking of is from uh, oh gosh what was the one with um, oh Lethal Weapon and there's an there's, he's in Lethal Weapon and he's talking about how they always screw his order up that they about in the drive-thru because you never go through the drive-thru they always F you in the drive-thru so. <laughs> It doesn't matter if I'm Sorry. in the restaurant or in the drive-thru. I seem to always get things mixed up. So. Oh. I do it's get like a little nervous. Out I get nervous at fast food restaurants. Like, when I walk up, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not ready yet. I don't know what to get. I don't, you know, I'm just going to get something. And then I see people walk by, and I have food envy. So. If I go somewhere would... simple, like Raising Cane's, and just get chicken strips and not a meal, or I just eat off my, sometimes I just eat off my kids. I just say, order the extra large one, and then I'll just eat off of yours, because they won't mess up yours. They'll mess up mine. Oh so my if my kids want, like, the three chicken strip, I'm like, he wants a five-piece, and um, she wants a four-piece, and then I just take one out of each of their boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny. actually cooked instead of raw. You know, like, seriously. <laughs> That's crazy. Kylie, what's your go-to meal? But I've been out with people and they're like, oh, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I'm right. I've been telling you this forever. And people don't believe me until they're with me and experience it. Well, I'm not going out to eat with you because that's crazy. Right. So, Kylie, what's, what's your my... go-to meal for cooking? If I need to cook something, it matters if I have time or not. I, I really enjoy baking and I'm learning to like cooking. I just have to start early. <clears throat> um, I cook a lot of chicken. It's easy. Uh -huh. It's decently healthy. We eat a lot of chicken, chicken and veggies or chicken and fruit. So do you use a meat thermometer on your chicken? Yes. Yes. Because that's changer. one of the hardest parts for me of cooking is I'm terrified that I'm going to poison someone. Oh, it's pretty hard. Even unless you give it to them like ultra raw. Right. But, uh, so uh, not growing up, but since we've been married, we eat a lot of chicken, a lot of chicken. Mm -hmm. And then, and then when my oldest was in high school, he thought he was going to be in the culinary arts program, and uh, he started using a meat thermometer with our chicken because we would just cook it till it's cooked, you right. know, so it was dry. 
And then all of a sudden he started showing us the temperatures. I'm like, where have you been? And (laughs) what is this magic that you're showing me? And it's amazing. So if you've never tried, I do have one quick meal I'll share that I do make that only half of us, well, my son and I like, my daughter does not like it. Um, It's egg roll in a bowl. Oh, that sounds great. So it's so easy and it's so quick. Like literally you can buy a roll of turkey meat and I usually just keep, I don't know why I keep these things, but I have sesame oil and rice vinegar just in my cabinet with some sesame just kind of on the shelf. And then I brown the meat, throw some garlic in the oil and, you know, throw the meat in there and put a bag of already cut coleslaw mm-hmm. and you put some soy sauce on it. And it just like cooks up. So I'm sure there's more to it, but it cooks up so easy and so fast in a little electric skillet. It's my favorite thing to make. Nice. That sounds good. So it's everything you'd find in an egg roll, but without the rolling part. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Uh, I like cooking, but you know, when, when you're only cooking for two, it's uh, you know, you can't smoke a brisket for two. Yeah. Or right. Pork butt, you know, and you can throw a couple of chicken. I use my griddle all the time. I used to use my grill. I don't use my grill anymore. I use my griddle for everything, and but you know, they got to drag it out because we don't have enough room. So it's in the it's in the other garage. It's not bad. But. Also, right, well, let's, go our, let's go get our eating on since now you're making me hungry. I know. <laughs> I know. So, well, we, we survived the first 10 episodes. Remember yeah. that statistic? It was like the how many millions of podcasters don't go past 10? Mm-hmm. Milestone so, podcast. A milestone podcast. And now for the school year, I think we need to talk about maybe – just this crazy idea of having a routine and maybe every recording every couple of weeks and getting it out or a weekly or whatever we want to do. We'll talk about that off air. Yes. Cause... We'll take your lead. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> On that note, guys, have a good evening. I'm going All to right. Happy some... birthday. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. going to get sushi at a new restaurant. Just there you to... go. Have fun. <laughs> and it will be great. Right. It'll be, I'm sure it will be now. I know. All right. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. Talk All to right. you later. All right. Bye. Bye.